State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. I come from the school of Tupac. I'm around. You don't want to what? Man, with me. me. Tess, I want to ask you a question real quick. Let's just keep a real straight shot with no chaser. I'm going to get a little bit rough. I'm here for those who really believe in the American process. All of us. Straight shot, no chaser. With your girl, Tesla Figaro, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. What's happening, Straight Shooters? This is your girl, Teslam Figaro, kicking off again season two. We just started uh, season two, and I am so excited. I wanted to have this gentleman on in season one. Season one got really hectic because of, obviously, the election and so forth. But I did not want to get too deep into season two without having an opportunity to sit down and chop it up with one of my favorite comedians, Bubba Dub. Thank you so much, Bubba Dub, for joining the Straight Shot No Chaser podcast. Thank you so much for arranging your schedule to sit down and chop it up with us. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing really good. Well, let's get into it. You know, number one, I wanted to get you on the show before you start doing movies because I want to make sure that. I get the plug right out the gate, you know, <laughs> that I interviewed one of the one of the few or the first who interviews. I won't say one of the few because I don't know how many interviews you do, but it was really important to me that I sat down with you because I think you are extremely talented, not just from a standpoint of stand up comedy. As you know, I came and checked your show out in the audience. You didn't even know it, but I was in the audience. I came and checked you out. Also, your skits are phenomenal. How you write, direct, put them together and your impersonations. And I know you've done a lot of meaningful uh, posts as well, which we'll get into. But first and foremost, I think you're immensely talented. And I wanted to get on the record that I interviewed you 
before you got too big and you forgot who I was. (laughs) So that's that's first and foremost. Second, one of the things that I found, especially now with COVID and, you know, comedians such as yourself using social media more, you know, as a platform, because obviously, you know, shows have been limited. I am so impressed with the creativity that you've had, but I don't always see comedians having an opportunity to tell about themselves. And so I love to laugh, period. People, some people have a hard time understanding I'm not, I'm not so woke that I can't enjoy laugh, especially hood comedy. I love hood comedy. And so what people don't understand about comedians and building that material is it comes from something, you know, what, what comedy tends to do is take pain and turn that pain into laughter. And so a lot of your comedy one of the things that I advocate about the most is mass incarceration, the 94 crime bill, homies getting locked up. You have taken that and created an entire following based upon people getting time and snitching and so forth. 40 years, which is the term that most people recognize you by. But I wanted to sit down with you to kind of talk about, you know, where that came from and how, you know, how you decided to turn that what has been painful for many and turn that into something that we can kind of sit back and laugh about, not laugh at it, not make the situation, you know, poking fun at it, but to find humor as black people tend to do. We People don't realize, you know, people outside of our culture don't realize that even at funerals, we find stuff to laugh about at the repast. That has always been, you know, in, in, our, in our culture, a way of, you know, getting through pain. So tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got started in the comedy and how did you carve out that niche that is very unique to Bubba Dub? Well, first of all, my real name is Jerry Morgan. Everybody knows me as Bubba Dub. I'm from Alto, Texas. It's a small town in East Texas. Probably probably got 2,000 people. My grandfather had 24 kids. Wow. So I, so I couldn't date nobody in my town. <laughs> <laughs> I always was a class clown. I always been funny. How I really got started was never was on any social media platforms at all. Never had no social Facebook for various reasons. <laughs> but I never had none of those things. And uh, one day my sister uh, came down to visit me and she showed me a YouTube video of this couple called uh, Pops and Chris. It's a son and his dad. They always argue. So I go to the comments and everybody calling this comedy. This is comedy. I'm saying to myself, like, this ain't comedy. I'm comedy. I just don't. No, I'm not putting it out there for people to see, but people who know me know what I do and what I'm capable of doing. I can walk into any spot and just shut it down. So I was watching Dave Chappelle's skits. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start making skits, making videos. And as I started doing them, other people was letting me know, hey, such and such do videos. And I'm like, okay, cool. But I'm in my own lane. I'm going to do my, do my stuff this way. And the snitching stuff is a touchy subject where I'm from. So I wanted to turn that into a positive of people and laughing at them, like as you said earlier, no, it's laughing at how it happened. Cause like they dress just like me, they cool, they they work the Jordans, they laugh around each and everybody, who, 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 who's selling dope, who doing this now? So I just want to turn that into a positive in the community and laugh at our pain, basically, not laughing at the situation of anybody getting jail time, but laugh how it occurred. Cause I've been seeing this stuff before. So, you know, that's how I know how to play that role so well. So I want to switch to me. And so let's get into that a little bit. One of the interviews that I just most recently aired was with Clifford Johnson, who talked about, you know, him getting time under conspiracy. 
you know, all it takes is three people to say that you did it, whether they found you were dope or didn't. It, it just takes three people. And uh, right. was, as far as federal time is concerned, he finds your comedy hilarious. And when you say, you know, that you it derives from what it felt like for you, obviously you weren't laughing at the time. But but what do you think it is about? I, I, well, let me say what it is to me. It's so accurate on how on the reasoning behind you know why people snitch you you show simple things you know whether it's getting money whether it's five dollars whether you know whether it's somebody who has who's on drugs you know that you you show a lot of that that it's about people who you know do it not because they want to but necessarily because they're managing an addiction and those are the kind of things when we talk about the snitch code and there's you know a lot of conversation about that, people don't really realize what is all involved in that. And you've done an excellent job of doing it in a comedic way on how it's really about several different factors. They give you whether it's selfish reasons of not want to go to jail, whether it's somebody who's doing it to stay off dope. You've done an excellent, an excellent way of putting that together. And so what you're saying is you've done it not only from personal experience, but also from other people around you. Is that is that pretty much what you're saying? Correct, correct, correct. Nobody, I don't think ever, ever, I don't, well, I can't say nobody because I don't know. I don't know. I don't know everything. But the shit you do is so hilarious with the 40 years, which is your Texas accent. How did you come up with that? Because 40 years is actually, I mean, that's the type of time they give, but how did you come up? What, what sparked you to do the, <laughs> I'm the law, he's going to get 40 years? Uh, nothing really sparked it. I don't write. I freestyle everything I do. Uh, so I just got with my partner one day and say, look, man, let's go to the police station. So he was like, what? So just go to the police station and just follow my lead. So if I say yes, he say no. It just flowed. Just you seen what I did throughout 40 years. <laughs> because I just basically had a homeboy who got 30 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's just basically where it just comes from. I just said 40, 40 sounded better than 30. <laughs> so, hey, get football numbers. That's what we call it. That's exactly it. And it sounds good to the feds, too. Remember, I sent you a clip. I was watching something on, I guess, Investigative Discovery or something. And the woman was like, they gave him an option to tell because it was either that or 40 years. And I died because I was like, literally, this is what your comedy is based on. But I noticed, Bubba Dub, you want people to know because we've had this conversation. You're like, you know, I don't just talk about 40 years. I don't talk about that even in my stand-up. And I've said, that is why a lot of people love you, but you really pride yourself on building comedy outside of that. And another thing that caught my attention, not just that, that you build comedy off of, you know, outside of what you're known for, but you've posted several meaningful messages about gun violence, about how it's important that we get folks, you know, out the streets and how, you know, we shouldn't kill each other. Tell me a little bit about that. And how does your how does your audience perceive that? Because at least for me in politics, when I try to switch conversations, you know, bring in comedy or talk about relationships, it's really hard to get people to understand that we're not just, you know, one dimensional people. We have other things that we care about. So what made you feel that you needed to speak up on that? How does your audience perceive that? Do they receive that well? They receive it well, they love it. But then you also have some people, they just want to snitch. I'm like, bro, I got to do something different. Let me switch over to this lane and, and talk about things that need to be talked about. Because where I'm from, 
we don't really have no leaders. Nobody, nobody want to man up and, and talk about the things that go on in the community. They don't want to talk about it. So I want to use my platform in a in a positive way, not just on snitching or relationships. Let's 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 really look at the bigger picture of what's really going on to us young black men. Because I look at now we got the big stacks of money up to our ear. We we gotta show it. We like we we you know, I guess we come from nothing for, for so long, we just gotta show what we have. And in reality, you just showing somebody what you got. Now all they wanna do now is Breaking your house. Mm-hmm. They're not thinking of, man, that brother's doing well for himself. Let me approach him and see how can I get on ways to make money. No, they looking at ways to get money and kill. They don't care that you got a family or, or, or other family members are dependent on you. They don't They don't see that. So I want to talk about that. I don't want to sit back and get money and be quiet. Like, I don't care. That's them. Mm-hmm. I feel less of a man if I did that. So I want to speak on Things like that. I'm going to continue to talk about things like whether people like it or not. This is me. This is who I am. I'm going to give it to you all. I'm not just going to give it, give you the snitching and the relationships or me getting beat up and all the skits. That's fine. That's cool. That gets a smoke and mirrors to me or what I'm showing y'all. I'm more than that. You know, I'm way more than that. Let me show you, let me show you Jerry Morgan. So when you see those stance and all that, that's not bubbled up. That's Jerry Morgan. I'm not in character mode. I'm being me. I'm not saying that I'm not being myself in that character, but I'm being from the heart with you. This is how I feel. We're getting gunned down in the streets. Young men and young women are no longer be here for their family. The family is left here to deal with the heartache, the pain, the sorrow, the bills, this, that, and the third. It just never stops. So when will it ever stop? Let's talk about it. Let's let's stop jumping on social media because social media sometimes ignites the beast. Mm-hmm. Keep it going. Let's stop this. Let's talk to our brother and sister. Hey, how can we make this better? And if we can't, we just stay away from one another. That way it won't, won't never be nothing. I know there's plenty of people I always come to me to this all the time now that I'm coming up. Try to pin me against another comedian. I love everybody. I respect everybody crowd. You're not going to get me in that lane, that box. I like everybody. Anybody that want to work with me, let's work. And that's the way I try to keep it. But Everybody not me. Everybody don't like me. Not that they know me. It's just that what they think. Oh, me doing that snitching stuff. Not everybody doing it. I used to get that a lot. Man, you need to stop that old snitching stuff. Not everybody doing it, Tess. Everybody not doing it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting back like, yeah, it's cool. I ain't, (laughs) y'all can't do it like me, though. So it's cool. Because when you don't have a bigger following that's, People who got, two, I'm, I'm being 100. You got people doing, got two or three million followers. I already done it. So when I try to come back, you know, better myself and get it into a, a better perspective, how they doing it now. I ain't going to say no names, but I'm keeping it 100. Oh, you copying. No. Right. I've been doing this. I've been doing this. Right. They just, <laughs> yeah. they just got the funds to, to get into those situations now to do that. But I've been doing that. So that's why I was like, cool. Let me go do my jailhouse kid. Let me let me show you what I can do with it. Like, I'm going to put it on a different level. So I, I, I get that a lot. Like, man, you only doing that. Like, nah, bro, I've been doing this, bro. Just- what you said is powerful because I feel the same way with hip-hop and politics and political commentary. I've been doing this for a minute, mixing hip-hop, politics, and what I say. Not that I'm the only one that's been doing it, 
but I've been doing it before people knew who my name was because I actually can flow on the mic. I'm an MC. I'm not just sitting out here just saying hip hop, just be saying it or, or how I mix street in what I do, which is one reason why I keep directing people back to the interview with Spud Johnson. So you can know that I came up in this for 27 years, 30 years. So when I'm using terms and certain terms that only certain people understand from the side of the track, it comes from being associated with a certain life. And it's not about glorifying it. It's just a difference to me behind living it and being creative enough to have the content and then going out and doing it. And then I'll hear somebody kind of mimic what I'm doing and try to do the Bloods and Crips analogy when you ain't never been on nobody's set. You ain't never been on. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like I feel what you're saying. Like I got love for everybody. It's all good. But it do make you feel some type of way sometimes because people think you're copying them when that's not it. And it's not. And people say, oh, you glorify. I'm not glorifying gangs. What I'm telling you is God has blessed me with a unique you know, perspective to mix politics in the streets. And I mix it based on what I've seen, like you said, you've been snitched on. And so other people have had opportunities because they have more access, more resource, more whatever. But you know, what you said is absolutely right. They can't do it like you. And you know what the thing is? When people copy off of you, they have to keep copying. So you always come up with new, I can always come up with new content because it's in me. It ain't on me, it's in me. Thanks. So I, I tell people, focus on your craft, your gift, your calling, because that's the only thing that's going to be replenished all the time. You copy my style, you're going to have to stay copying me because you can't do what I do. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests. But with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. 
The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. I think what you do is so prophetic. Not thinking. Let's just, let's be real. Prophetic is seeing the future and seeing what's necessary because a lot of people with platforms, they say, well, I don't want to speak on that because I'm trying to get money. I'm going to stay out of politics or I'm going to stay out talking about social justice because I want to get money. And then you have people who got money and don't do it. They say, well, I don't want to say nothing because I don't want to mess up the bag. So my question is, well, when the hell do we say something? You don't say nothing when you're trying to come up. You don't say nothing when you come up, which to me is the perfect time because you got the money to cushion you. You should be comfortable saying anything. So when do we say something? And so you said it perfectly when you said having the money and and speaking up on those issues because all people want to do is hurt you. It leads right into why I think you're so prophetic is because you are have been speaking on these things before Pop Smoke got murdered, which from our understanding, you know, he was being robbed for what he had. You were on Pop Smoke's track and the video that I saw that I was directed to you, who, who somebody put me on to you, was the video when you were talking about Mo3 in Dallas, Texas, who at the time you did the video was not murdered and now has been murdered. So you have been connected to recently two rappers that were taken from us due to gun violence and I just think it's something to that. And listening to you talk about why you feel you have to speak on that. It's one thing when we talk about, you know, a lot of people, I talk about Pac a lot. My intro music is Pac and I'm heavily influenced by the West Coast, but I didn't know him. So you now have had an opportunity to work with and know two rappers who were gunned down in our community and you were speaking on gun violence prior to this happening. How has that that refocused you or recentered you in what your calling is? How, how, do, how are you dealing with that? As a person. And just let me know anybody can be touched. No, no matter who you are. I look at it like this. And I'm not as big as those guys was. You know, people always say you got uh, to have security and this and that. But when it's your time, it's your time. So what I'm saying is to say this. When I go, because I don't know when I'm going to go, I don't want no regrets. So I feel like I have to, I have to say something. No matter what, so many people hit my inbox every day and, and, and hit me with that, man. So how, how do you look at things now? I mean, it's, it's us. It's who kill us. Mm-hmm. It's us. Can't point the finger at this man. Away. No, it's us. So what is it that's making us want to kill? Like, I don't, I, it's, just, it's an evil world. It's evil. And that's why I stay to myself. Because in a way, I kind of put myself in a box for people. Like, I don't really want to go out. I just do my shows and come home. Like, I don't want to hang out, go to the after pool and have a drink. I don't even want to do that because there's so much jealousy 
it's crazy because some people like the snitching stuff. Some people take it serious. Mm-hmm. Man, you don't need to be doing that, man. You like, bro, it's entertainment, man. I'm teaching. If you listen to me, it's a message in what I'm doing. It's a message, bro. I get it that you don't like it. So what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You don't like what I'm doing. So what are you doing? Oh, uh, boy, I ain't, I ain't pretending to be no snitch. That's Chico. I don't do that. So I got so many people where I'm from. Innocent people get killed, Tess, all the time. And people see them get killed. Don't say nothing. But that was my brother. That was my sister. Oh, I P, I love him. But you know the killer. Why not get that killer off the street, man? Why not? Because we live by that coat. Man, you snitch. It's a stigma. We, we need to break that. That's interesting. So do you think by you doing comedy, do you think that allows people to be a little bit more comfortable with quote unquote snitching or speaking up for issues that they sh- that they should? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Wow. That's deep. That's deep. I. That's deep. And it, it's even deeper that you recognize that because it's going against the quote unquote code that it even puts you in danger somewhat. Which goes back to like what I do in social justice. You know, I had a clip that was shared the other day, you know, and I was on Fox News. It was shared over a million times on various outlets and people, you know, in the comments. Oh, yeah, girl, you told them that's what's up. Keep that energy. But they don't realize I'm talking to an audience that's not feeling me at all. You know what I'm saying? Not they they're not interested in anything I'm saying. It's one thing to be in the comments saying, yes, girl, tell them, yes, girl, you told. And it's another thing when you have your first and last name and people know they can find you and people look at how these folks storm the Capitol. This shit is serious to people. What may be a joke and you told them, girl, there's a real responsibility that that I carry when I'm out speaking on these causes. So that's interesting that you that you recognize it says a lot about you really understanding what it is you're doing and how that can make people feel some type of way and you're protecting yourself. Would you say you're just being wise? You think, do people around you say you paranoid, you tripping, it's no. just comedy? They don't, they understand? They understand I'm just being wise. And I don't, be honest, I don't want to hang with people like that, period. Yeah. I don't let people get close to me like that. I feel like I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission in my own way to bring laughter to the world in a different way. Just think about it. Snitching. Who would have known? Snitching. Got me on, you know what I'm saying? The Pop Smoke album. 50 Cent Pay. Slim. Some of the hardcore gangsters in the world was laughing at this video that I put out. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. So. It is. I ain't go, I'm not saying that I'm the, because um, I'm not the pioneer of it. I just put my own spin on it and was brave enough to do it the way I'm doing it. Because there's a lot of comedians that do the snitching stuff, but they wordplay ain't like mine. I'm I'm I, you can picture what I'm saying. Like yeah. you could be sitting back like man, I could, I could see that dude and they they give him a cigarette and you know Dr. Peppers and the honey buns and this, that and the third to talk. This and that. I love what I do. Let me just put it to you like that. I love bringing what I bring to the table. I feel like nobody else can do it the way I do. You're right. And it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's real. It's not, I'm, I'm bringing it to you in a raw, real form. And I know for a fact, the way I'm bringing it is how they do it. And it's not even about being a pioneer. No, you've been purpose for this. It's clear. Like I said, this is the type of comedy that you do 
but also having meaningful messages and being associated with two rappers that were just slain down based upon the things that you're talking about. So that that's purposeful. That That's what other comedian can say that. I mean, let's just keep it real. There's always purpose behind why people do what they do. I fight mass incarceration because it's purpose. It's my homies that I'm talking about. So my passion is different. It's going to take you further. I think that's so powerful. I'm, I'm working on a short story on on snitching and why people do what they do. And it's important to know what happens in that interrogation room and why people do what, you know, make those decisions. That time, man. That time of motherfuckers, especially, <laughs> you up in especially when you start getting older. And the detectives know, like, you could be up in there and they know your girl weak. Hey, your little girl, she's going to be with somebody else so you know. Just, we just want to know. We can make this 20 go away. Mm-hmm. Get you five years. No, they'll, they'll sweeten it up for them. Pep talk you up. Man, look. And, and and it's on from now. 90 minutes. Yeah. Tell it, <laughs> because I didn't see, I got a, no longer cool with him, but I have a friend who had 10 years in uh, state jail. He came home in six months. Told me they messed up on his paperwork. Yeah, okay. We done heard that before. <laughs> but what you're saying is when it comes to our community, and policing our own community, it shouldn't have to get to that. You're you're also sending a very clear message to say that if somebody takes away, I, I love how you break that down. It's like it's certain things to the code, certain things to the code. You selling dope, you know you selling dope. Everybody to get pulled up, you know that's the code. Take your time, keep it moving. But there's another sector of the game when that's, it comes to hurting innocent people, when it comes to putting other people's lives in the situation. You know what I'm saying? That's where I differ from. Yeah, and that's that's important that we separate that because if somebody's listening, they'd be like, okay, well, are you saying you said snitch or tell, but what you're saying is for people that don't, don't understand the culture. There's rules to every game. But I also tell people there's two people, one that knows that there's rules to every game. And then there's always somebody who knows that rules are made to be broken. You'll never know who you're dealing with till you get in that situation. Thanks. Those that stick to the rules are those that say, hey, you know what? It's a rule, but fuck it. it it's meant to be rules are meant to be broken. And I, I like to talk on this, too, especially from the women aspect, because I love the comedy you do. With the male and and female, you know, you never show her face, but she's always in the background and, you know, you have your little your your skits about that. And what I find so powerful about that is because I talk a lot about my own personal story, dating dope dealers growing up. It's all I ever dated, dated gangbangers. And people don't realize even if you're not putting in work yourself as a female just for being associated, you know, with that man. Your life can be also jeopardized. They can come looking for him, kill you. Also, women, most women who are in the penitentiary are doing time behind carrying somebody's work, keeping somebody's work at their house. I, people in the comments always say, oh, well, you don't know. You don't. This is another thing, Bubba, that they don't get. Just because I don't share everything on Instagram, <laughs> you don't know what the hell I lived or what I've done or who I've been. What, what I'm telling you is that women, even if you're the girlfriend, you have a certain responsibility that comes with that. And I don't know, I know you know that, but I wanted you to know that I picked that up too from the skits that you do, you know, with your woman because you're showing how she has influence in, you know, your decisions and how, you know, the, they're, they're funny. But when she's saying, I'll oh, go over there and go check on old dude, he over there beating up old girl. you like, man, shit, I'm not going over there. You show the dynamic between the relationship with the woman and the man in the hood and even her responsibility and her influence and how she too, you know, 
can get caught up if Roger ever finds you. For those who know your, you know, your comedy, if Roger ever find you and she with you, she can get capped too. So speak on that a little bit, like how how that came about. A lot of things what I'm trying to do is on the women because I'm talking about black women. A lot of my fellas gonna be mad at me on this, but it's it's just the way I feel and I stand on. Us men, we can go out here and do whatever, do whatever we want to do. Sell dope, go to jail. But, you know, the main thing we, we really worry about is that female staying solid. Yep. Faithful. That's too much pressure on her. You gone 30 years, nigga, let it go. Yeah. no sense you being mad at her, telling her not to sleep with who you can't do nothing. I hate that. I got a cousin in jail right now. Man, go there and check on my girl. I made a video about this. This is facts. Man, she doing the same thing you doing for you love. What? Fuck it. <laughs> you know, I saw the video. That's how a lot of people get fucked up in the in the pen too. Behind worrying about what the girl doing, you getting in fights, the pressure building up. I talk a little bit about that skit for for people that don't <laughs> that don't know that skit. I watched it. I watched all your shit, but man, but speak on that. It's like it's true. It's the truth, man. So I want I'm, what I'm doing. I'm I want people to see that because all they see is the glamour. They don't see the downside of, man, he in jail, man, he do shit. What about the woman and the kids? Maybe she didn't work. Maybe she depended on him for everything. Yeah. So now she got to go out here and start a new life. You know what I'm saying? So we we have to talk about this stuff. But, yeah, it's true, though. Like, you know, if I go to jail, man, you better not get my pussy away. Man, you gone 30, 40 years, bro. This girl got a life to live. Like, we can't, we can't do the game like this. So in my comedy, back to what you were saying earlier, I see it all the time. Hey, shut yourself your old up beating her up. Shit, I ain't going on up. Shit, he's not going to the picnic table last time we got it. I don't care what's going on. I ain't going. I tried to get me some from her today. That's how I go. You know, because that's how, I, you know how I get. Yeah, been, been plenty of men trying to holler at their girl home, girl. Yeah, uh, you do, do that hilarious. I don't do it, but that's just the code. I haven't seen dudes do it. You ain't never did it. No, no, no. That's, 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 that's law. I don't do that. She do it. It's a whole bunch of niggas breaking the law then. I just go over my homeboy yeah. house. He'll tell me to come over there. And he ain't there, I leave. I don't even sit in the yard. I don't even, I leave. You'll never get me with no, no kind even of Even in way. that situation. Uh, well, that comedy skit where you got me, you said, I've been waiting on that beaver to come to the damn for a minute. <laughs> it's hilarious. Me you so that, I had a homeboy that died. No <laughs> lie. Gone. Man, man, soul rest in peace. My homeboy say, man, I hate that nigga gone. Man, I'm for to go ahead and shoot with that nigga bitch, man. I've been, been trying to get that for a minute. <laughs> and, hey, it's and real. God, and God. But you know, and you know what we got to understand? Everything revolves around a woman, whether we want to admit it or not. You start selling dope because what? You want money. money. What come with money? money? The women. You get caught, usually. Call what are you worried about when you get like call your girl? Women play a hell of a role. It make the world go round. It always have and always will. Hey. So when people don't understand, and that's natural, that's the predator, you know, the, the man, you know, pursuing the woman. What does it take to get the woman? State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, 
Participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating While Broke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. You make a lot of jokes about having a two-inch penis, and I think that's hilarious. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you if it's really two inches, but I love how you make, because that ain't my business, that's your woman's business, but I love how you talk about, hey, I may not be sexy in the bed, though, but but I'm a center of that money. I'm a cash app of that money, though. So it comes down to, and then the, the whole, the comedy is all about, hey, you're going to keep the money coming. You're going to be telling on niggas left and right. You're going to get whatever It's more funnier for me to say I have a two-inch penis than a big penis. Every man won't say they got a big penis. Yeah. I don't want to say that. I want to say I got something small to make you think. But when I say it, I say it's pressure. Yeah. <laughs> So you a woman, you like this fool say he got a two inch penis for this crush. What? Yeah, something to think about. It's, it's well, not- I appreciate. I appreciate. I hope more brothers be honest. If you two inches, you two inches. I'm hoping. Even though I talked about all the messages that the they come behind everything else you said, let's pause right here on this one. Yeah. The message behind that is is if you got two inches, just say it. Just admit it. Because Don't she lie. gonna find Don't out anyway. Way. She gonna find That's out. That's right. That's right. You come into the room and you lay in the bed. Cause look, I got I make a video about this. This facts. Now <laughs> I should be telling y'all. I will say this. No, I'm not too much. But let me just say this. Say to me. <laughs> that come from a real situation from a female telling me. She like, yeah, I kicked it with your homeboy, this and that. And you wrong for putting me down with him. And we got a room and I went. Did some uh, in the restroom and you know, whatever y'all doing. And she come out. And he was all wrapped up in the cover with the lights out. I'm like, no, nah, cut the lights on. He wouldn't pull the blankets back. <laughs> True story. So she said she cut, she cut the lights on and pulled them back. And that's where I'm, I'm, I'm standing here first. That's where the two inches come from. That's yeah. the way for me. I ain't going to say his name. But that's where the two inches come from. So I just, man, that's comedy. I got to ride with that. And 
that's where that two inches come from. But that's a true story of what really happened. So I made another skit talking about how I'll be up in the bed waiting on you to come on the dag. And when I pull the couple back, the someone's waiting on me. And people picture that like, man, this fool crazy. But well, you know why women true. laughing? Oh, we know it's true. That's why women laughing. That's why we be laughing our ass off. Because the fact that you said it. That's why I love comedy so much. It's the fact that you had the audacity to say it. You know what I mean? It, even in politics, when I'm getting at somebody, a lot of people don't like me going on Fox or anywhere else, but they love the fact that I had the audacity to say it. You know what I'm saying? So that's why this show is called Straight Shot No Chaser. Oh, we know it's real. We know it's two-inch penises. But the fact that you said it and joke about it is why we find that shit so hilarious. And I just, you just do it like nobody else does. It has does to be it. talked about. It has to be it said. It got to be talked about. <laughs> it must be talked about. <laughs> So your last name is Morgan. Right. Oh, people say, here we go. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> here we go. You know it's coming because the people want to know. Because you resemble, not look like Tracy Morgan. I, I, one day on your post, you're like, man, I look better than him. Stop saying I look like that nigga. <laughs> Which I'm you tired. do. I'm tired of that, But everybody think, you know, you're, you're related to Tracy Morgan. So are you? Have you ever talked to him? Have you ever kicked it with him? What's up with that? No. And if y'all see him before I do, tell that nigga send me some money or something, man. I say I, I say I'm his lost son. Send me some money. But no, I never met him. I think he's a dope comedian. Um, he's an icon in my book. I know everybody say I look like him and this and that. But yeah, I never met him. We probably are kin folks down the line. I don't know it, but no, we no relations. I had Big John, which I know you. That's the homie yeah. that you guys connect. And I asked him the same question: Do you feel that a lot of the old heads? show you guys love as they should you've talked about it before like you know it's all good i'm i'm trying to be respectful but i'm coming to get mine why do you think they don't show you the love that because they, we didn't that they grind like they grind we didn't have to go through all the hardship that they went through i had i'm not gonna say his name but i had a conversation with a comic he's very popular i'm not gonna say his name he's an og that's all i'm gonna say i had the same conversation about him just hey man just put me on the show let me show you what i could do I was going to fly my own self out. I ain't need your money. I just want to show you what I can do. And he he, he was more like, you know, on that, what I was just telling you. I mean, you, you ain't did what I did and this and that. Now, you new way comics, you make skits. Like, bro, I get down on the stage. Don't just, I do comedy, bro. I don't just do skits, bro. I get down. And he just wasn't trying to hear it. So this is what I told him. And I'm going to say his brother's name. I said, you going to act that way with DC Young Fly? Yeah, do you think that's fair to say, though? Because... They grind it differently. I mean, comedians now have technology. They have resources. They don't have to wait, you know, to be booked. I do understand the di- and I understand comedians really pride yourself on saying like Big Job was like, shit, I've been on the stage. Like that's a part of, you know, that's a part of your thing to say, no, nigga, I ain't just putting together edited skits. I've been on the stage, but I think it's it's not fair that it is two different things. But I don't think it's fair to you guys to say that you don't have the hardships when you grind differently, we have technology. If they had social media popping back when they got in the game, they would have utilized it too. Correct. I think it's more jealousy because they haven't figured out how to how to crack that nut. You know what I mean? It's two things, getting on the stage and then there's the skit. But at the same time, are people laughing? Yes or no? You're making people laugh. So it, I guess they can see it as they haven't had to go through with what you went through, but you're going through what you're going through. You know what I'm saying? And then two, why won't they get on? The real reason is when I talked to my OG friend who's been promoting 40 years, he said the bottom line is they think they too good to do skits or to do Instagram. They think they only going to show up if it's a certain amount of money. And what they finding out is a lot of these OGs, nigga, them days is over with. 
you may get you a hundred people in the room, maybe not. It's not what it used to be. So you have to be creative enough to grind different. And that's unfortunate that that they don't open up the door. But like I say, hey, man, get it anyway. It's the same thing in politics. It's a lot of people that know who have major platforms that have seen my work. They'll never share it. The things that I say makes people question what they're what they're not saying. And it exposes them. And that's probably the same thing with comedy. Putting you on exposes what they can't do. Well, that story will tell it all. They won't click on that. But you go to your story, you'll see it. And I got some of the biggest comedians in the world looking at my story. Scrat tells me something. Yeah. They don't say nothing, but, you know, they they watch you. I'm always going to put on the show. Well, I appreciate how you always tell people to keep grinding. You know, whether people support you, don't support you, keep grinding. I'm coming to get mine. I know you motivate a lot of people. I look at the comments. I don't just look at content. I like to look at how people react because my job is knowing how, how, you know, people influence and how they're, how they're making people, you know, think differently. And you do that, Bubba Dub. And that's why I want you on today just to take a moment of your time to let you know that I appreciate your work. I appreciate your grind. You have content after content after content. A lot of people get in this content game. I don't care what it is, whether you're a commentator, political commentator, a comedian, an actor, whatever. It takes work to grind. You know, it takes right. it takes work. It takes a team. You know, shout out to my team, Marcy, Dwayne. Every time we chart, every time we, you know, come up, I always want to make sure my team know this is us, you know, putting this together. And it's the people clicking, liking, subscribing, sharing. And you always show love to the people that show love to you. You nice. always show love back. And I just think that's I just think that is commendable and it's going to take you so far. Your humility and, and your ability to understand not that the people run you because that ain't never it. You know, people in my world, they get that confused. They get me being grateful with you run me. You don't run me. Run your governor. Tell your governor what to do. Tell your elected official what to do. (laughs) But I do support. You know, I do. I don't take for granted, you know, having that support. Because if you grew up like me, then nobody in my family put me on. You know, I didn't have anybody in my family that was in the social movement. I didn't have attorneys. I didn't have politicians. I didn't grow up with somebody saying, hey, and I don't diss anybody that did. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that they've had those opportunities, but I didn't. I had to get this out the mud myself when nobody was watching blog, talk, radio, you know, doing radio shows when two or three people was watching. On one of my clips, uh, I did a story in Orlando, Florida, and it was what somebody said on my radio show. And if you pay attention to the clip, the camera zooms in and it shows how many followers I had. I had three followers. But that story made it to the news. So it's always been about telling the story. Nobody picked that up, but I'm glad they zoomed in because I want to have that forever as a memory. It was never about who I think is listening now, but the content that I'm putting down that will last tomorrow and forever. And so you remember that as you keep on grinding and know that you got people out here that supporting you. I support you. And I don't just support just saying support from behind the scenes. I like to make it known. Hey, what's up? I'm supporting you. Hey, let's reach out to Bubba Dub. I like to have him on the show. I like to talk to him because I know this shit is hard as hell. And I always respect, you know, people who who just putting in the work and you do that. And that's what attracted me to you. Not just your comedy, but your spirit. Where can people find you? I know you have some tours coming up, some dates coming up. Let the people know about that and where they can find you before we get out of here. First and foremost, you can find me on Instagram at BubbaDub94. You can find me on YouTube at BubbaDub. And also, um, I got a tour coming up. You can go to my website, BubbaDubEntertainment.com. You can also find out more about what I got going on. I'm working on two movies right now. Just started filming last week in um, H-Town. So, um, 
I will let y'all know the name of the movie is called Cairo. So if you're from the H-Town era, you know what the word Cairo means is fake drink. So that's the name of the movie. I'm starring the movie. It's going to give you the Friday feel. And I know it's not going to be on the Friday level, but it's going to be funny. Promise you that. And the only reason why it's not going to be on that level, because we already know who that was, the Chris Tucker, the Ice Cube, the R.I.P. the Tangles, all that, et cetera. Before it's in 2021 term, oh, it's going to be ever bigger than that. It's your blood, sweat, and tears in this. Hey, I'm just so excited about this because the people have been waiting to see this. And the people who uh, put this movie together, they basically they just let me just do my thing in this movie. Yeah. Uh, shout out to everybody that's in it. And then another movie I'm working on in the Bay Area, in Oakland, California. The name of that movie will be called Pressure. The premise of that movie is my character. I say that. It's not the name of it, but it's the, it's the premise of that. So I'm very, very, very excited about that as well. So God is good. God is good. It, just something about your spirit. I just want you to win. You just got the kind of spirit where people just, they want to see you win. I hope that when you do that movie, I hope that by the time then COVID is over, or at least they can rent out, you know, a theater and, and do a premiere or whatever. Please make sure I'm included. I would love to be there. Really? Yeah, I just want you to win, man, for real. Real talk. I want you to win. I see big things in your future. We're going to all come up together, continue to support, you know, each other. This platform is not just solely for people who are in politics, but it's mainly to show that everything we do is politically connected. And you do that. You do it with your heart and spirit. And I just got so much love for you. Y'all make sure y'all check out Bubba Dub. One of the funniest men, I don't even want to say on the internet, but one of the funniest men, period, because we got to get out of that. It's not about, you know, just being in the box on the internet, but one of the funniest men that I have had a chance to laugh through COVID when my days are tough, when I'm out here dealing with this politics shit. You want to, at the end of the day, have a drink, have a sip of wine, and just laugh. So that's why comedy is included in Straight Shot No Chaser. I do hope you check him out. Google him, Bubba Dove. Right here on Straight Shot No Chaser. Thank him so much again for coming by. Make sure you rate, subscribe, share, put a friend on game. Let them know this is where it is every week. You'll continue to get my commentary, my news of the day commentary on politics so I can keep you up on game and we'll continue to bring you more dope interviews like this. Like I always say, use it, lose it, can't make it, choose it. TeslaFigaro.com. If you like what you heard on Straight Shot No Chaser, please subscribe and drop a five-star review and tell a friend. Straight Shot No Chaser is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. I'm Tesla Figaro, and I'd like to thank our producer, editor, mixer, the one and only Marcy DePina, our mix master, Dwayne Crawford, and our executive producer, Charlemagne the God. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. 
Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Got my Prevna 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.